Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. And today I want to talk about something a little more centered that will keep us from doing big things and it it is this. Getting out of His will. Getting out of God's will will keep you from doing big things. Give me a second here in Luke Uh, The fifth chapter, I'll be reading from New Living Translation and showing you how getting out of the will of God can keep you from doing big things. Y'all with me? Let's go. Let's get ready to go right here in the book of Luke. And I'm going to show you how uh, getting out of his will can keep you from doing big things. It says verse five, one and verse chapter five, verse one, Luke five, verse one. Please follow me. Luke five, verse one. It says, one day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. So Jesus has drawn a crowd because he's teaching the word of God and people are getting their lives met and their needs met and their lives built up because of the word of God. Verse 2, he noticed while he's teaching and preaching on the shore, he noticed Two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. Let's pause here because we've already captured so much already. Jesus is there on the shore teaching. While he's teaching on the shore, people gather. In the midst of while people gathering to hear the word, here comes two boats pulling into the shore. They're empty. They're at the water's edge. And the fishermen have left them washing their nets. I believe this water's edge, this water's edge is a prophetic notion. All right, because being at the prop, the water's edge is more critical based on what direction you are going. The water's edge. Now, listen, a boat being empty at the water's edge is really no big deal because that we know that the boat is at the water's edge at least on two scenarios two scenarios one scenario that the boat is on the water water's edge is when the fisherman is on his way to the boat to get in the boat and go out into the sea we also know that another scenario exists where the fisherman has exited the boat put the boat at the shore and now it's going home and I believe God tonight is trying to reverse the direction of what the enemy is trying to do to many of God's people there are many people who have a boat at the water's edge but they are not coming to get in the boat they're getting out of the boat they're tired of what has happened there are people who are winded they have lost their wind they have lost their breath they have lost their motivation they have lost their encouragement and if you're not careful they are lifting their leg putting it over the boat and walking 
out of that thing because they are tired of what they have experienced. But I believe God is trying to give us motivation to stay in the boat, to stay in the boat. These fishermen were finished for the day. They're exiting the boat, washing their nets. That means I'm through with whatever just happened. I'm through with it. I'm washing my nets. I'm headed home for supper and I'm finished with what just happened. Jesus decides why they call themselves finished why they call themselves finished Jesus decides to step on Peter's boat all right there are two boats but at the shore but Jesus decides to step on Peter's boat all right he decides to step on Peter's boat and Peter is okay with Jesus preaching from his boat Peter is okay he allows Jesus to preach from his boat all right so Jesus preaching from his boat and Jesus decides to use the boat as a pulpit he says I'm, Peter I'm going to use your boat for a pulpit I'm going to use what you use to reach my crowd so he uses the boat as a pulpit as he uses the boat people are listening now Jesus decides to go a little further with Peter and now he tells Peter alright I need you to go out a little more verse 4 he says when he had finished speaking he said to Simon now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish so now Jesus has moved from just using his boat to fish to now he's going to use his boat to teach Peter about life in God now he tells Peter, go out into the deep, go out and let down your nets for some fish. And Peter does, he obeys, he goes out, all right, to, to let down, to catch some fish, let down his net for a drought. And there are times when you are tired and frustrated, you can even feel picked on picked on sometimes when you're already frustrated with what's going through in your life you can feel like God is picking on you you can feel like God doesn't care about you you can feel like God has actually allowed everything your boss your neighbors to trample over you trample over you and you feel like what's happening to you is not right but Peter uh, uh, is just about to feel picked on but the truth of the matter Peter has been picked out and there's a difference of a mentality who recognize that God's not picking on you he is picking you out there were two boats sitting at the shore there were two boats I want you to see that but Jesus decides I'm gonna use your boat Peter what it means is although you're about to go through a test of faith God trusts you that you can make it through this thing you have not been picked on you have been picked out so he could have easily decided where is the other guy but God didn't worry about anybody else he decided I'm gonna go to Peter and I'm gonna pick him out and so I want to clearly get you uh, your heart ready for what God's trying to say to you I'm not picking on you I'm not allowing the enemy just to attack you any type of way I'm not putting you in these things because I don't care for you I want you to know I care for you and I'm not picking on you I picked you out out of the crowd.
crowd out of everybody else he could have chose somebody else's boat but God decides to pick Peter and I'm telling somebody tonight you've been picked out by God God could have picked somebody else God could have chose somebody else God could have saved somebody else but he decided according to the election of faith according to his sovereignty not you not you not you but you not you not you not you but you not you not you but you and you are the one that he wants he didn't spend time going to look for the other person who had left their boat but there's something about you that he has decided to the since the foundation of the world that God wants you I wish you would celebrate tonight and say God wants me oh come on now you better say something about it you better say something I'm about to flip for a second and you're gonna celebrate even more that God wants you you better say it again say God wants me that's good news because God's not the only person who wants you Satan wants you too and the baby like the Bible told Peter later on Peter 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 Satan desires to sift you as wheat that's why you got to celebrate that God wants you because if God is for you he's greater than the whole world against you it don't matter if the devil's trying to sift you as long as God wants you as long as God I wish somebody to celebrate tonight I know the devil been chasing you on your back trying to get you to give up backslide go back to where you used to be but tap somebody say I'm chosen by God <laughs> I'm chosen by God I'm chosen by he picked me and I gotta celebrate it that he picked me and Peter is not feeling picked on he's feeling picked out and God tells him stretch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch the truth of the matter there's sometimes when you get in God's will sometimes God's will gets tough Sometimes we talk about God's will like it's always fun. Like we talk about God's will like it's always easy to do. There's some things in God's will like forgiving people who betrayed you. Oh, that's in his will. It's not always easy to do, but with his help, you can do it. Oh, uh, come on. There's some things in God's will. You won't, don't want to do it in your own human effort. Come on. You've been running away from God. You've been hiding from God. God done showed your dreams. God done showed your pictures. God done sh- s- saved your life. God done showed you all kind of things. Somebody, a stranger that came to prophesy to you. Somebody you never knew came and told you some things about you. God keep trying to prove that he wants you, but there's some time his will is tough for our lives and I'm telling you there are times that God's will is so strong it makes you want to go the other way it makes you want to go the other way sometimes we even learn through the Bible that God's will even get a little stinky everybody say a little stinky a little stinky yeah it gets a little stinky yeah God's will get a little bit of gets a little bit of stinky I know we we celebrate what Noah did the Bible says in Hebrews 11 that Noah being warned of God of things not yet seen built 
an ark to the saving of his house. And Noah ends up being in the hall of faith in Hebrews 11 because he builds an ark and his whole house is saved. But no one talks about the 40 days that Noah is trapped up in safety but have to deal with animals. And how many know animals don't smell all that good? How many know Noah had to learn to abide in the ark? Although he had animals everywhere in different compartments and, and it wasn't always comfortable. Can I tell you good news and true news that God's will is not always comfortable and it will not always feel good to you but it's good for you and that's the truth about God's will. We got to stop telling people as if God's will is without challenge. Sometimes God's will is very challenging. Sometimes what God is asking you to do is very challenging but the truth of the matter is if God called you to do it he'll go with you if God called you to make it happen God will sponsor you another way they say it if it's his, if it's his will it's his bill that means don't do nothing that God ain't called you to do because if he ain't called you to do then he ain't called to pay for it he ain't called to make it happen but if it's his will it's his bill that's easy to remember sometimes God's will gets downright hard and, and Noah, Noah had to stay in the will for 40 days and 40 nights and no matter how difficult his, the will of God became in that scenario the truth of the matter is listen the safest place in the whole wide world is still the will of God it may be difficult it may be challenging but the safest place I tell you I'd rather be in a storm in God's will than be in a storm outside God's will I'd rather be broke I don't want to be broke I don't want to have not have no money but I'd rather be broke in his will than to be rich outside his will. Y'all better help me tonight. I'm reminded of David who said, oh, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. You ain't got to give me no superposition. But I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. What he's trying to say is, just keep me in the will of God. I don't care if I'm going through pain. Put me in the will. I don't care if I'm going through loss. Put me in the wheel. Tell somebody, put me in the wheel. Put me in the wheel. The Bible says there are three things that you can expect from God's will. Number one, Romans tells us like this. His will is good. Say his will is good. Is that that mean it's always good to me, but it's always good for me. His will is good. The second thing about his will, his will is perfect. Say it's perfect. It, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect in season. It's perfect in timing. It's perfect. It's beyond your knowledge. It's perfect. It's beyond your understanding. It's perfect. Or because you don't understand, don't mean that it's not perfect and purposed. Or because you can't see what he's doing, doesn't mean that he's he ain't doing something. God may be doing something now in 2021 that he may not reveal until 2028. But I'm telling you, his will, number one, is good. And number two, it is perfect. Not just perfect for the season, but perfect for you. Meaning that it will perfect you. God never puts you in something that is not designed that some way this thing gonna make you better. You got to believe you if you're it he gonna make you better you got to believe if you're going through it he gonna make you better tell somebody it'll make you better 
And the third thing about his will, it is acceptable. Somebody say, it's acceptable. It's acceptable. It means you can handle it. You can handle God's will. You can handle it. Sometimes the mind will say, you can't do this. But the truth of the matter, if God has ordained it, you can handle it. Somebody say, I can handle it. These are things are important to Peter because Peter is about to be asked to do something much deeper. Verse 5 says, Master, his response to go out into the deep is verse 5. He says, Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night. You asked me to go out into the deep. I got a response for you. Jesus, I don't want you coming on the scene and not know where I've been last night. Last night I was out there toiling. And I want you to know, I'm not washing my nets because I hadn't tried. See, one thing we got to be careful of when we're talking to people when they're about to quit. is We got to stop talking to people when they're about to quit as if they didn't try. We got to stop acting as if they didn't put good effort in. Because sometimes people are ready to quit because they're just tired. Ah, I said they just tired. Tired people will quit on good things. Tired people will quit on ordained things. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Tired people will quit on what God called them to do. Tiredness. Tiredness make you not see straight. Not help you. Tiredness will make you not perceive things straight. If you ever get tired, tiredness is very sensitive moment. When you get tired, you gotta go get some rest. When you get tired, you gotta go get replenished. Because when you're tired, come on, you can't even drive safely when you're tired. Because when you're tired, your, your, your vision and your decision making is not clear. And there are people who give up. I'm telling you right now, there are people who give up on God-ordained things because they are tired. And Peter was tired. And when you're tired, you know the other thing you don't do well? You don't listen. When you're tired, you don't listen well. No, no. When you're tired, you're easily irritable. You're easily frustrated. Come on now. Come on, sister. You know what happened when that baby get tired. That baby get tired. You got to put that baby on your shoulder. You got to sing a song to them. And sometimes, especially if that baby start fighting sleep, come on. How many ever been so tired you couldn't rest? Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Have you ever been so tired knowing you need to go to sleep? Knowing you need to sit down somewhere, but you're so tired you can't rest. You're so exhausted you have no peace. You're so tired that you're actually frustrated that you're tired. You don't know what I'm saying. You're actually frustrated that you're feeling like you're feeling. This is where Peter is. He's telling Jesus, wait a minute, go out into the deep. Let me tell you where I've been. All night long I've been trying. All day long I've been trying to do, but I'm tired of sewing my net and not getting no results. Y'all gotta help me. I'm tired of sowing my seed and not getting no harvest. It ain't nothing like person who've been believing but ain't sowing, ain't giving. It's one thing if you ain't been given nothing it's one thing if you ain't been trying then go somewhere and try but if you've been trying ain't nothing came through you can find yourself empty-handed and tired uh, he tired he said we worked hard they don't act like i just got here and don't i keep telling y'all to be careful how you talk to people about their faith y'all keep telling people well the reason you haven't received your thing from god because something wrong with you i keep warning you all giving people that old blanket statement that every time they going through something you always want to tell them why they haven't received because they didn't do something right so you go up to somebody that god has put in a season for a season to cause them to wait and you 
tell that young lady the reason you ain't married yet is because you ain't did this yet. You ain't done that yet. You know, and if she keep listening to you, her hair gonna be blue on, on Monday and red on Tuesday and aqua on Wednesday. And she gonna be trying every different type of thing, trying to figure out how she can get God's will. But the truth of the matter is, we got to stop telling people who've been trying that they didn't try enough. Jesus doesn't say you ain't try enough. What he says to Peter is, try again. I need you to try again. I'm not saying you ain't try. I ain't saying that your effort wasn't good. But sometime when you're tired, Jesus will stretch your faith and say, try again. So this is a try again. Come on. This is not a your try wasn't good enough. And sometimes you have to try again. You got to go again. Give it another effort. And he says, I want you to try again and let down your nets for a drought I know you tired but try again listen to what Peter begins to say to Jesus in verse 5 he says but if you say so I'll let down my nets again but if you say so the King James Version says nevertheless at your word it's amazing that after all Peter been through he still has a nevertheless one of the things that if you're going to not get out the will of God and do big things you must keep a listening ear no matter what's happening in your life Peter doesn't allow God's voice to be like nothing in his life I'm telling you sometimes you can be waiting so long so frustrated that even when God speaks to you you don't want to hear nothing he got to say I think it's amazing I think it's resilient of Peter that after being tired he can hear from God after being disappointed he can hear from God can I challenge you your greatest strength need to be able to hear from God with your own ear to hear from God when you're holding your towel in your hand and saying God I'm about to throw this thing in I'm about to give up that your greatest strength better be able to hear God under the most immense pressure of your life and, 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 and Peter is able to hear God when he needs to hear him the most and he hears God and he says nevertheless at your will the truth of the matter I want to let you know that no matter what you go through I want you to hold on to your submission to God don't let seasons because, because make you bitter don't let seasons make you so frustrated that you're not willing to listen to God don't let circumstances make you so frustrated that you close your heart and your mind to the voice of God Peter it says nevertheless at that word at that word that means however it means still I'm going to do it yet I'm going to do it it means no matter what has to happen I'm still going to trust you at your word I'm telling you it's your yes that makes a difference when you're tired and we got to learn to give God a yes when we're feeling like we're drained and we're stressed and we're about to give up God told me to preach to people who are about to give up tonight he says God want to see if you can tell him yes when you feel tired when you feel like you've given your good energy you feel like you tried and you ain't ready to try no more there are people walking away from God's will sometime because of timing listen to this 
because of timing because this is what it was God Jesus asked him go back into the deep from where you come from go back into the deep Peter wasn't fishing at the shore he said go back into the deeper waters where you were and go back and fish some things are just a matter of timing it wasn't a matter that you did something wrong but you had to stay there until it happens and sometimes you got to learn to have some endurance you got to tell the devil I'm gonna wear you out before you wear me out you got to remember the scripture that says be ye steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know your labor is not in vain sometimes you have to tell the devil you can't make me get out of God's position you can't make me get out of God's place I must stay right here till the blessing comes and Jesus tells Peter go back out there because now it's a different season now it's a different time what happened between when he was out there the first time and now that he's going about out there the second time what's the difference pastor Joe the difference is Jesus has spoke the word Jesus says go back out there and sometime you got to stay where God told you to stay until your season comes you got to stay until the word comes you got to stay it may not look like it's gonna work out but if God told you to go there it's gonna work out if God told you to move to Tallahassee it's gonna work out if God told you to move to Jacksonville it's gonna work out if God told you to move to Atlanta it's gonna work out and you better stay in his will I don't care how tough it gets you better stay in his presence Lord help me you better stay there until the season comes you better stay until the season change here it is three four points I want to give you as I'm closing tonight because I don't want you to give up on God's will because I'm telling there are times that tiredness and frustration will cause you to get out of God's will four things that's going to happen if you maintain your yes to God four things I'm going to list this is right there in the scripture Four things. Tell somebody it's going to happen. Somebody say it's going to happen. Say, say it's going to happen. If I stay in his will, it's going to happen. If I can endure hardness as a good soldier, it's going to happen. If I can fight the good fight of faith, it's going to happen. If I can keep going when I'm frustrated, if I can put up with what I got to put up with, it tells somebody y'all playing around with the wheel, but it's going to happen. Oh, I'm telling somebody it's going to happen. Oh, it may not happen the way you thought it was going to happen, but it's going to happen. Here it is. What's going to happen if you stay in God's will? Verse six. Here it is. Verse six. And this time, say this time. That's what my new living translation says. It says, and this time. I told you the season changed and this time their nets were so full of fish they began it began to tear see now they went into a place where they net their nets broke so the first thing is when you keep trusting God you'll get to a place that your net will break now many of us don't like broken stuff I don't like broken stuff but this brokenness is a different type of break that I think you will like. It means God's going to bless you beyond you, wherever you ever been. 
it means that your current system is not going to be able to contain the blessings of God. It means God's blessing is going to be so big, what you currently do can't handle what God has brought you. He's actually going to change your life if you stay in his will. The net break, I know we don't like stuff that's broke, but my God, this break was a good break. This break changed the life. It, it broke the net and the fish could not stay inside the net because the blessing was bigger than the net. Come on, I'm telling you, if you stay in God's will, God will bless you bigger than your net. He'll bless you bigger than your degree. I ain't saying nothing. He'll bless you bigger than your city you come from. They say, you from the Quincy? Yeah, I'm from the Q. You don't seem like it. Well, God will bring goodness out of the hood. They said, ain't nothing good can come out of the hood. Somebody say, I'm from Javiel. I'm from Duval. But God will maximize you. You won't look like what you've been through. You won't look like you were born in a single family. You won't look like a man who never met his daddy. He said, God will take you so far out of what he birthed you in and brought you into. You will look like nothing you started out with. You started off stuttering. You started off without confidence. But when God finished with you, you ain't going to look like where you've been. You ain't going to look like where you come from. You're going to have to tell your story. You're going to have to tell of his goodness. People ain't going to be able to look at you and knew you grew up in the projects. They're going to say, who you? Yeah, me. What? I can't see that. You just look so blessed. I can't see how somebody with five acres and three car garage and got stocks and bonds and finances everywhere grew up in the projects. Why? Because I don't look like what I've been through. God will break your net. Y'all ain't saying nothing tonight. If you stand his will, he will break the net. He will change and transform your life. To such a point, you will be wondering where in the world are all these blessings going. Number two, number two, number two. Second thing he'll do, he'll expand your reach. He'll expand your reach. Verse seven says, a shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon, both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. This blessing was so tremendous that he needed help just to get the blessing. Can I say this? You ain't fully blessed till your bless come up out of you and overflow on somebody else. And so if you're still in first stage of blessing, that's fine. Many of us have been there for a while. It's okay. It's still a good stage. But I've got, I want you to know you got something to look forward to. God want to do something in you that was in you, bubble up, overflow, and come out, out of you and get on somebody else. Tell somebody what God's about to do in my life. I'm going to need a saucer. <laughs> What God's doing in my life, I'm going to need a saucer. You know what a saucer is? You put the cup on top of a saucer so that nothing inside the cup spill on the, on the table. You got it? You're going to need a saucer in your life because what God's trying to do in you is take the goodness in you and put it on Mary and put it on Sue and put it on Journey. The same thing in you. He's trying to spill over into the world and God's not through with you till he duplicate the blessing in you huh, on your family and God ain't through until you become a generational blesser 
We've heard too much about the generational curse. I'm tired of hearing about it. I know it's true. I've seen it. Alcoholics, drug addicts, perversion. I've seen it. But it's time to see the generational blessing. It's time to see it on your children, on your children's children, on your second, third, fourth, fifth, five cousin removed. It's time to see expansion. Someone says, it's time to see expansion. Uh, I'm talking about that blessing that spreads, that expression that spreads, and begin to expand. That's the second thing he'll do. The next thing that'll happen is you'll be overwhelmed with wonder. You'll be overwhelmed. When you stay in his will, you will be overwhelmed with wonder. Verse 8 says, when Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell on his knees. What, what just happened? Wait a minute. Wait, wh- how in the world I got here? All I can remember was being tired and coming to the shore. That's all I remember. And then I remember he asked me to go out to the deep and I told him, yeah, but inside I was like, man, if you don't get off my boat. But no, I, I couldn't disrespect Jesus that way. So I went out a little bit from the shore. Then he told me, let down your, not, your, let, your, your net again for a catch. I'm like, wait a minute, Jesus. I told him how tired I was. But he said, just go and do what I tell you to do. I told him what I was dealing with. He said, just do what I said do. I told him where I've been, where I grew up, how I was frustrated, how I was treated, and everything I had to deal with. I told him how tired I was. He said, don't keep telling me how tired you are. Some of y'all are going to miss your blessing. Keep telling Jesus how tired you are. Jesus trying to tell you, I'm about to bless you like never before. I'm about to show you what my will was all about. This is my season to change some things. And you keep bringing up what you've been through. And I know it. It's your story. And I ain't trying to take your story from you. But I want you to know, can you obey with your story? Can you follow God in spite of your pain? And Jesus tells him, step out into the deep. Lord, help me. He said, I don't know how I got here. I'm filled with wonder. I don't know how I got here. It said, when Peter realized what happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, oh, Lord, Please leave me. Get away from me, basically. I'm such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught and were, and the, as the others were with him. Listen here. There's a glory that God will bring to your life so pure and strong. It'll make you feel unworthy. Peter got overwhelmed by his wonder. When God blessed him the way he blessed him, Peter couldn't even say, I can't believe you chose me. You could have picked the other person who had left their boats empty. You could have picked somebody else, but somehow, little old me, Peter is such filled with humility. I'm telling you, the third thing that comes on you is a stronger level of humility because you know that you ain't all that, but he made you all that. You know that you ain't all that, but he made you all that. And when you recognize that it's God's hand on your life, it ain't about how good you are, how how good you dot your eyes and cross your T's. You know that he has just chosen you to prosper. He has chosen you to be the preserve. Y'all help me, God. Help me. 
He is so humbled by this blessing. There is an overwhelming wonder that comes on you. Overwhelming wonder that comes on you. It says his partners, verse 10, his partners James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were all amazed. Everybody was amazed about what God had done through Peter's life. Here it is. Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. Listen to this. From now on, you will be fishing for people. And as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Listen, what? What? See, the fourth thing is there's another level of power and maturity that we understand nothing replaces his presence. Peter says, listen, I don't just want blessings. I want the blessor. See, there's another dimension in your life that you understand money can't pay this bill. There's another dimension in your life that you don't swap out money for spirit. See, there are still people that God can't trust yet because if they bless them with more money, then they ain't going to worship. They can't lift their hands. If they bless them with more favor, they ain't going to uh, worship him strongly. But some people only, some people seem to only be good for God only when they broke. When they broke, they focus. When they broke, they, they can worship. Oh my God, you ain't seen them run across the church because they broken up, toe down, don't know where the next meal coming from. And all they got is to trust God. But how many people can handle the blessing and still give God radical worship. This is that final step where Peter is saying nothing replace the presence of God. Nothing replace the glory of God. I don't care. Give me millions. Give me platforms. Put me on magazines. Put me on television. But if anything, give me Jesus. Come on. Nothing can separate me from you. I don't care what it is. The greatest treasure is not the material thing but it's the spiritual thing Peter receives an anointing that he won't trade the material for the spiritual. He won't trade the visible for the invisible. He say, give me the invisible because the invisible will always make visible things manifest. Give me faith. Give me spirit. Give me anointing. Because if you give me spirit, I'll produce the money. If you give me faith, I'll produce the glory. Ah, but giving me money don't mean I'm going to get in his presence. Ah, giving me fame don't mean I'm going to get the glory. I'm telling you, you stay in his will, there comes a level that you recognize nothing, nothing weighs more than a spiritual life with God. I'm trying to share with these, these things tonight. So you'll understand very clearly that thing that can keep you from being in a big place with God is that if you get out of his will. But if you stay in God's will, his will going to work for you. If you don't allow tiredness, frustration to get you out of the will of God, if you don't allow seasons to get you out of the will of God, I'm telling you tonight, you're going to find God's going to bless you. You can hang on to the season change. I'm telling you, when you read the whole story and you get to the end, I said this and I said it, I felt it was so profound for me. When you get to the end of the story and you find out that Peter had a network. He didn't just have a net, he had a network. So he went alone in the fishing business. 
but it showed me that people who are fully furnished fully resourced and even supported by others if they get tired they'll walk away from a good thing Peter has the blessed plans he got people he got partners but no one wants to be in a season where they are sowing and never reaping and people Peter was in that place but God says listen Peter I've picked you to prosper I've picked you to grow I've picked you tonight I want you to know you're not being picked on you're being picked out but you got to obey, obey even under pressure obey is very strong in my tongue in my voice in my mouth in this season obedience is very strong in this season God has me pushing obedience Peter is able to say nevertheless at that word I'm tired but nevertheless will you lift your hands everybody even at home will you lift your hands I'm praying for somebody who's tired tonight I believe that was the assignment somebody who's ready to quit but God's saying try again if that you didn't your, your first efforts or your second third fifth efforts wasn't good I don't come to discourage you about your previous efforts all I get to say is try again all I get to say is stand in the place where God's told you to stay be where God wants you to be even people who are strong need encouragement I say even people who are strong needs encouragement I feel like today God went out God went out of his way into three different manifestations to encourage me to encourage me God went out of his way to show me Pastor Joe you on the right track you get a little tired every once in a while but I want you to know you on the right track see sometimes you just need to know that the spot in which you are fishing is going to work in just a little bit sometimes you just need to know it because if you're there for a season and you not catch nothing you're going to think something wrong with the spot you're in so on one side of things I don't even get mad at Peter I don't get mad at Peter because if you understand the law of rep reciprocity you should expect something when you give something so I don't know I don't even get mad at Peter being frustrated washing his nets it even shows that Peter understand there's a law and a principle that should be at work but sometimes you need to be told stay right there in that spot until the season change don't get discouraged winds are blowing temptations are coming but you can do big things if you don't get out of his will again I want you to know his will is good for you his will is perfect it's the perfect thing for you and it's acceptable you can handle God's will God wants us to do big things there are people who are tired winded I'm praying for you tonight you're tired but God said I'm gonna remotivate you re rejuvenate you re-encourage you revive you revamp you sometimes you just get winded you get tired and you get frustrated I know been there done that but God even today went out of his way and through three different acts through people wanted to give me a message that I'm doing the right thing I don't believe I was at the place of getting of quitting but I still believe that I was still a little tired and losing a little motivation for the moment but God sent encouragement just like he did Peter he could have he picked Peter he said Peter I don't want you to miss 
the greatest season of your life. I want you to open your hearts as wide as you can get them. Lift those hands as wide as you can get them. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. If you stay in the center of God's will, I'm telling y'all, don't you miss God's blessing. Sarah Barnhart, Stephanie Glenn, Tranesia, don't you miss it. The enemy would love to frustrate you that you get out of God's will. But I'm telling you, you're going to reap great blessings if you stay in God's will. Fight to stay in God's will. Bunker down, hunker down to stay in God's will. And when you do that, God's going to bless you. I'm telling you, he's going to bless you. Your neck going to break. He's going to expand you. He's going to give you an awe that puts you in worship. And then you're going to have an appetite. That's the fourth thing. That nothing replaces spiritual being spiritually where God wants you to be. Nothing replaces. Million dollars don't replace it. Some people get blessed and become unethical. They don't care. But I'm telling you, there's another place that no matter how much money they give you, you're still going to be like, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. So Father, I thank you tonight for this word of encouragement to encourage people to stay in the will of God because the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. Thank you for strengthening us tonight, motivating us tonight so we can do big things. Don't let getting out of your will hinder us from doing big things. If you believe God has helped you tonight, go ahead and praise him right now. Come on. Even those online, I see you tonight. Good to see you, Tiffany Washington. Good to see you connected. Good to see you, Brother Derek. Love you, man. Come on, if you can stand. And sometimes his will is tough. Like I said, God's will is tough. But it's good, it's perfect, and it's susceptible. Sometimes his will is painful. Sometimes his will seems to hurt your emotions. But God knows he can bring you through anything he allows you to go through. And I come to strengthen those who feel like giving up in God's will. God's saying, hold on. I'm going to bring you through this. I'm going to carry you through this. I'm going to walk you through this. And I'm not going to allow the enemy to take advantage of you when you're tired. If you know anything about boxing, anything about the sport of boxing, many times the opponent who knows the person he's contending with got good strong jabs his goal is to stay from in front of him to keep ducking and dodging and to keep moving all across the court when he get on the rings he just wrap him up and he just try to tire his opponent out because he knows that if he can tire that person out he can get the win and that's how the enemy does with some of us he know we're powerful we know he knows we're strategic he knows we love God but we'll do the wrong things when we're tired and if you ever watch boxing that tired box that tired boxer when he get tired he'll put his arms down rather than fighting like this and his arms up he'll start putting his arms down and where that opponent couldn't get in and get a good jab now because he's tired he's he's just unconsciously putting his guards down unconsciously it's not the decision i'm telling you tiredness unconsciously 
will put you in a place of vulnerability where the enemy will come and steal your goods steal your possessions steal your victory but God saying not so he's going to protect your next season so father I thank you for your word of encouragement tonight I thank you for blessing those online, online with the word of God tonight you come to strengthen us in the word and we are indeed blessed if you've been blessed again I'm done go ahead and praise him come on everybody come on go ahead and praise him I'm standing your will I'm standing your will God because I know I'll be able to do what you called me to do if I could just stay in your will and stay where you called me to stay in Jesus name We hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. Pastor Joseph Davis and the congregation invite you to join them. You can find more information by following them on social media. Just look up Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.